At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Always on Twitter at ScottSonair, S C O T T S O N A I R. All of us on the network at VSIN Live. Uh, we're doing a fun thing this week here on VSIN, and it's called the Baseball Betting Pentathlon. Basically, what we're doing is each show over the course of this week is doing uh, baseball selections. Now, I do them every day, so you guys go to vsin.com and check those out, uh, the Daily Best Bets page. Two and one we went here on uh, Monday with our wins being the Rays over the Red Sox. They won 10-5. to The play of the day was the under first five between the Mets and the Braves that came through. Our one loss was the first five under in the Phillies and the Cardinals of three and a half. Uh, it was a one nothing game going into the f- uh, bottom of the fifth, and the Cardinals scored three runs off of Aaron Nola. They took a 3-1 to lead, so that one did not go under the posted total of the F5, but over the course of the last five days, after really struggling with the play of the day, I'm happy that the overall card is doing pretty well. Uh, 11-3-2 overall on the past uh, five days here up on vcin.com. So here's what's going on here. Every show is making selections. On Monday, we did um, totals, right? And on uh, Tuesday, I believe we're taking one favorite and one dog uh, as let's see what the plan is here. Yeah, I think it's one favorite and one dog on uh, for Tuesday. I think we got a run line play on Wednesday and then a prop bet for um, Thursday. So taking a look at the uh, leaderboard right now, the and it goes by units one is the leader right now. So I guess odds on is technically the leader because their wager was the least amount of juice at minus 105. So they are 95.24 right now. Uh, Their pick was the Phillies Cardinals under 7.5, and and that one did finish 6-1. to The edge is in second place. They had the Mets Braves under 7 at minus 110, so they are at 90.91. In third place is yours truly, as we hit the Mets Braves first five under at minus 115 and am at 86.96. Uh, 
next up is betting across America, who hit the White Sox Guardians over nine at minus 120. So they're at 83.33. Also at 83.33 is primetime action, who had the Mets Braves under at minus 120. And Wes Reynolds, who also had the White Sox Guardians under. Over nine. White Sox Guardians was an 8 4 finish as the Guardians absolutely tattooed Lance Lynn. They scored five runs off of him in the first inning. And uh, also, Gil Alexander for a numbers game had Diamondbacks and Giants under eight at minus 110. So he actually should um, be at uh, 90.91 tied for second place as well. Uh, the final score in that one was. Four to three as the Diamondbacks bullpen just escaped in that one. The Giants had many opportunities to tie that game late, including a bases loaded situation. Uh, I believe it was the bottom of the eighth inning. Um, would they have bases loaded or, yeah, somebody had bases loaded in the bottom of the eighth inning? Let's see. Yeah, uh, top of the eighth. Yeah, bottom of the eighth. The Giants scored some runs. And uh, yeah, this was a. Um, three to one game going into the eighth inning. Then it was four to one. Then it was four to three. And the uh, Giants did have a runner in scoring position in the ninth, but could not get him across. Uh, the, the negative teams that are negative 100 that lost their bets here on Monday. Follow the money had the Marlins and Pirates over seven and a half. That one finished five to one. The uh, rush hour, Danny Burke had White Sox Guardians F5 under five. Well, the Guardians scored five runs in the first inning off of the White Sox and Lance Lynn, so that that went over. The nightcap had Phillies Cardinals first five under three and a half. Uh, lost that one, as mentioned. The Cardinals scoring three runs off of Aaron Nola in the bottom of the fifth inning. Uh, Adam Burke and Greg Peterson each had the Padres and Rockies over 11.5, and that game finished 6-5, 11 runs being scored in that game. And this one was, it, it was a fun sweat for both of those guys because it was an under the entire game. It was a 3-2 game going into the eighth inning. It was actually a 2-1 game going into the seventh. Both teams scored one run in the seventh inning. Then the Padres scored three runs. In the top of the eighth, the Rockies responded with one run in the bottom of the eighth, and then the Rockies scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth to turn a 6-3 game into a 6-5 game, and it stays under the posted total. Other results here on uh, Monday, you had the Royals sweeping a doubleheader from the Tigers, 3-1 in game one and 7-3 in game two, Bobby Wood Jr. had four hits in that second game for the Royals. Uh, Pirates, as we mentioned, the 5-1 win over the Marlins. The Rays beat the Red Sox 10-5. Yandy Diaz had three hits. And the, the fade of the Sunday night baseball teams continues to be profitable. The Red Sox played an emotional series against the Yankees that concluded late on Sunday night. And... They had to travel down to Tampa. I know it's not far, but it's still an inconvenience. You play late on Sunday night, then you got to travel, and um, the uh, Rays just beat up on the Red Sox. It was a five. They had a lead. Then the Red Sox came back tied at 5-5, and then the Rays went on to win 10-5. to 
Mention the Guardians, who pounded Lance Lynn early as they beat the White Sox 8-4. Cardinals, a 6-1 win over the Phillies. Miles Michaelis and uh, Aaron Nola actually dueled for quite a while, but then Nola got tagged for a couple of runs late. He gave up the three runs in the fifth inning, gave up a couple of runs later on as well. 6-1 the final there. Mets beat the Braves 4-1. A battle of the Maxes goes to Max Scherzer as uh, Max Freed for Atlanta, clearly did not have his best stuff. He struggled early on. He couldn't. He, he just didn't have command of his pitches, and Max Fried winds up walking five batters. This is a guy who has one of the lowest walk rates in Major League Baseball, about 1.4, 1.2, 1.4, and he walked five batters in this game. He's walked five batters in his previous five starts combined. And he walks five Mets here in this one. Max Scherzer, meanwhile, was stellar. Seven innings, three hits, only gave up one run. That one run came on a solo home run by Austin Riley. Scherzer strikes out nine. Mets pick up the 4-1 victory. Rangers beat the A's 10-8. Corey Seager hit a home run um, as uh, he had four four games in a row hitting home runs. Um, as that game goes well over the total, 10-8 the final there. Padres, we talked about the 6-5 win there, and the Diamondbacks, the 4-3 win over the Giants. So, going to have to take a favorite and a dog here for Tuesday, and, you know, got to wait for some lines to be updated, but I don't know. I, I don't know about a dog. It's, it's going to be interesting to see which dog I'm going to, play here now do you go strategy here's what i mean by this we all have to take an underdog bet right which means you're risking a unit to win plus units and the goal here is to have the most units won by the end of the week so do you play the underdog that you think has the best chance to win. For instance, like maybe it's, you know, maybe you take a look, and I'm just looking at some of the games that are already posted, but, you know, maybe it's uh, the White Sox plus 135. Maybe it's, um, you know, the Mariners and and the uh, Nationals are minus 110 each way, but, okay, maybe it's the Rays at even money, plus 100 against the Red Sox. Close game there. Uh, The Mets are plus 140. You want to take a little action there. Like, do do, 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 do you you go there? Is that the way that you play this? Or, hear me out. I don't think this happens. But, is the strategy to try and maximize your units so you take the longest shot on the board? The Cincinnati Reds against the Yankees at plus 255. Now, this is just pure strategy here in this contest. I personally would not bet my money on the Reds to beat the Yankees and Garrett Cole, especially with the downward trend that a guy like Graham Ashcraft has been on. But at plus 255... If they win, it's a huge lead that you take over the field here. 
or you can just go with a dog that you think has the best chance of winning their games. You see, that's probably the way to go, although I haven't seen the selections yet, and I'm sure well, there's no none in just now, but I would not be surprised if people are out there saying, you know what, other hosts on this network that say, I'm going to go for the plus 255 because, hey, the Reds pull out a miracle victory against the Yankees. No one's beating me in this contest now because I got a two-unit lead. It's interesting. Certainly going to be fun. We'll discuss more coming up a little bit later on. But coming up next, Mackenzie Rivers from Fox Sports Radio, straight out of Vegas, and R.J. Bell's Dream Preview Podcast will join me on the program. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. One ten bets. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. so it goes by units. Units one. Gotcha. But I'm one to know. I'm very happy with it. As far as the underdog play goes for Tuesday, do you pick a dog that you think has the best chance of winning? Right. So Plus like one hundred one. Well, <laughs> let's just think like I'm looking at uh, let's say the Rays are even money. As okay. a plus 100 dog yeah. against the Red Sox. So, you know, Chris Sale making his uh, first start here in a while from the IL. Like, this could be a game to pick on Chris Sale a bit. I'm thinking the, the Rays have a really good shot here. Uh, or maybe, like, the Angels are plus 105 against the Astros. Noah Syndergaard's on the hill, something like that. Or right. do you go with the biggest dog on the board the Cincinnati Reds at at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus 255 against the Yankees, thinking in the small chance that the Reds win this game, plus 2.55 units, you almost lap the field. Yeah. What's the strategy? What's the game theory here for this? It's interesting that they made this the second day because if this was the last day, the decision would be made for you. Oh, yeah, because then you just take the, the units, right? You so need to make the bet. Yep. The question is, what is the variance that you're desiring for? What is the pool? First of all, what's the pool of people that you're trying to – and is it one first take all or is it – If you it's get second place, all. you get – Okay, winner no silver all. medals, no bronze no medals. Silver, we're right. just trying to determine who is the top baseball betting person – here at VSIN. Now it's tricky because I think you and your acumen would say you're probably one of the better baseball handicappers. I think I'm the best. I am in no disrespect and to looking at your records, hosts, and looking, but I think and I'm the best. Honestly, listening to your analysis, I wouldn't disagree with you. So the question is, 
do you want a lot of variance? If you kind of play it close to the vest and just say, hey, let me just do a regular week of handicapping, you might win it. Where if see, you're a worse so, handicapper. See, this is my, my strategy here is yeah. just I'm not changing anything. Like I'm, I'm picking what I'm actually betting. And the pick that I played today was my top play of the day that I gave out on Twitter and on the VSIN Daily Best Bets page. It's also the bet that I put the most money on personally today. So, like, I'm not, this is, I handicap baseball every right. single day. So, this is not a change for me. Forcing me to take an underdog, all right, now you're kind of forcing my hand a bit. But looking at this board and the amount of short dogs that there are, especially the Rays, which is one that I circled already, think no, you know, trying to pick on maybe Chris Sale, yeah. his first start back, you know, okay. Uh, but that's an even money play. Yeah. It's not sexy when it comes to the amount of units won. I think given the givens, you should play the Rays or the Diamondbacks or one of the dogs that you actually like because unlike these Johnny-come-lately, you don't need a plus 300 to end up winning this. What is mm -hmm. it, like a 20-person pool, you said? No, it's just every show here. So and then, oh, so, so less than that. All right, yes. so, so just handicap. Here's the amount of Like Scott Seidenberg handicaps, and then you got like a 55% chance to win the, win the whole damn thing. We got wrong? 12 contestants in okay. the contest. Right. It's uh, odds on. Well, here's your standings right now. Uh, odds on is in first place. With, uh, they are at what point nine one ninety five point two four. They hit a minus 105 bet. Okay. 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 Then in second place, it's uh, a tie between Gil Alexander on a numbers game and Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel on the edge as they both hit a minus 110 bet. Then in third place, it's me that I hit my minus 115 bet. And then there's a tie for fourth with uh, betting across America. And um, who else here? Betting Across America and Primetime Action and Wes Reynolds, who is participating as an individual. These are all losers. They no, are these are winners. The these oh, are winners. The they hit minus 120 bets, though. Ah, I see. I see. So the odds are a little easier, less. A little and then everyone else that lost. Follow the Money lost, Rush Hour lost, the Nightcap lost, Adam Burke and Greg Peterson all lost their bets. Okay. You're, you're going to have to go with five bets. You're going to have to go four and one, three and two, most likely. I think four and one. Yeah, you're probably going to have to go four and one. So in that, that's even more for the game theory. Why you want a plus one hundred five? Just pick your regular hand. You need to win it. Yeah, yeah. If you get the plus two fifty five, obviously you're you know a great live dog, but you need to win eighty percent of your games. I'll tell you what. If I was one of the people that lost here in yeah. day one, then it makes the I would do easy. the plus two fifty five. Yeah. What's the plus two fifty five game though? I mean, it's you have to the Reds like against it. the Yankees. There's games game no, theory, it, and then there's actual handicap. I, I mean, can't. You know, there's, there's, there's tough. First of all. I love uh, this is a great conversation because, like, <laughs> if the Yankees lose this game, all right, which it has happened before, like, I've bet on whether it's the Yankees or, you know, a heavy favorite like the Astros sometimes, and I've taken them, like, on the run line, you know, because they're a minus 300 favorite, but I play them on the run line at, like, minus 120 just because I think they got a great opportunity to win. And if you actually look at the numbers this year, it's a very small percentage of games that are one-run games. Yeah. The majority, almost over 80-something percent of games this year are decided by more than one run. We've seen this in the NBA, make or miss league. Exactly. Baseball's home run strikeout, huge variance. Yes. So you game. are so playing the run line, I know people are like, you know, and I usually used to say it, like, don't bet a run line Old on a home team. Say that, right? Don't bet a run line <laughs> on a home team yeah. because they don't get the ninth inning. Yeah, well, right. doesn't. When 83% of games are over one-run games, you can just pick the winner. So I, I, I love this because I've played this and I've lost. But if I lose a game like that, 
I always like to tell myself, it's okay, because it's called variance. It happens. You lose. But I know that there was no one in their right mind that would bet the other side. Like, who's betting the Reds against the Yankees and Garrett Cole? Coming off a loss, the Yankees, right? And, I don't and, see that happening, you know. Like, who's doing that? And if you are doing that, maybe you're doing it because you like the plus 255. If, if you're doing that, when are you doing that? Because if I'm playing the dog, maybe, like, five minutes before it tips off, there's been way too much public money. But 24 hours or 18 hours before the game tips off, it's, a, it's Yankees are fast. Yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe somebody likes the number, and they're like, oh, you know what? I like the number. I'm going to take the plus 255. But there's no one that could give me a legitimate handicap on why the Reds should win this game. Like, Graham Ashcraft's numbers, the starting pitcher, has been going down. Garrett Cole's a Cy Young candidate. The Yankees are at home. The Yankees are the second-best team in Major League Baseball after a loss. They're 16-7 and this year. Like, it's just everything lines up for a Yankee win. Now, could they lose? Absolutely, they could lose. But there's no proper handicap on why the Reds win this game. So sometimes another handicapper will make a great pick, and I'm like, I hope he gets unlucky because there's <laughs> nothing about that pick that's wrong, yeah. but I want him to lose so that way you know, I'll look a little better in, in uh, comparison. But sometimes it's really just one-sided, and either you're going to get unlucky or you're going get, to get home with the ticket. Uh, let's see. The Yankees on the run line at home this year, 21-22, uh, so not that good. Oh, really? Yeah, right. not that great. Um, right. After a loss, let's see. After a loss, the Yankees 13-10 and 10 on the run line. After a loss. That's so profitable and nothing to write home about. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's go to, as the away team, the Cincinnati Reds on the run line are 20-20. and 20. All right. <laughs> what are we going to do with that? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to do much with that. Um, in all games in total, the Cincinnati Reds are 39-47 and 47 on the run line. Right. So, because they're the Reds, because they're the Cincinnati Reds. Although, much you know, that they've been better, but they are a team that will be a seller at the trade deadline. So, you, if you have a 67 and a half over ticket or under ticket, are you worried? Because you know, no, because they'll be sellers, right? They've been under, 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 they've been a little bit better, but you're saying down the stretch are going to be as bad or worse than they've been so far. Yes, because I do think that they're they will trade away Luis Castillo, get traded. Um, I would call. If I'm a team, I would call about Tyler Molly. I'd call about Joey Votto, but uh, definitely Luis Castillo is like the number one name that's on everybody's list in terms of the uh, trade deadline in Major League Baseball. All right, thank you for my game theory question. We got that out of the way. We still got to talk NBA Summer League. Sure. Uh, Paolo Boncaro's been shut down. Get your thoughts on that. He's Mackenzie Rivers, Fox Sports Radio, straight out of Vegas, RJ Bell's Dream Freebie Podcast. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's a look ahead here on Visa. The look ahead on VCN, the sports betting network. I'm Scott Sadenberg, joined in the studio by Mackenzie Rivers from Fox Sports Radio, straight out of Vegas. RJ Bell's Dream Preview Podcast on Twitter at Mac and Rivers, and the Vegas Summer League. Mackenzie going on here. Thomas and Mac uh, at Cox Pavilion, also, and the big story here on Monday: Paolo Boncaro gets shut down. Yes, by the Orlando Magic. He had two really good games uh, in his summer league debut, but now not going to play because. Understandably, they want to get a look at other players on the team. You have a different angle on why 
Paolo has been shut down here. Magic don't care about anybody else in the summer league roster. They could all go <laughs> home and go to Harrah's and go party. They don't care. The reason they're shutting down Paolo Bencaro is because how good he's looked. And by the way, a lot of rookies have looked good. If you bet just the top five picks, you haven't lost ATS in the summer league. If they're playing, bet on them. Ooh. Paolo didn't play today. They didn't cover the spread. But the reason they're not playing them is because the Magic had the worst offense in the league last year with a bullet. One of the worst offenses of the last five years. And none of their players, none of their young players are really offensive options. So that's why they kind of reached. Chad Holmgren had a lot of people saying he should go number one. Jabari Smith was the consensus number one up until the day of. And I was saying they need offense-ready players right now. Paolo Bencaro fits that role. That's why they shut him down because a lot of veterans are shut down right now. Shea Gillis-Alexander ain't playing right now. They shut down because that's the guy day one. I think he's their number one option. I wouldn't say that about any other rookie. Any other rookie, Jabari Smith, Chad Holmgren, they're pieces in a puzzle. Paolo Bencaro is going to be the star number one option day one. So that's why they don't want to run any risk here in the summer league. He's too valuable to them yeah. in the regular season. They've seen what they needed to see. He's a yeah. he's a pro level distributor. He's a mm-hmm. pro level scorer. They're ready to see it in real in real games that matter. Yeah, look, I, I've been saying you know my two picks for for rookie of the year are Paolo Bencaro and Jaden Ivey yeah. because I think those are the two guys that are ready to have the immediate impact at the NBA level. And speaking of the rookie of the year market, I actually think this is great for people that want to bet Paolo Boncaro because the fact that he's not going to be playing anymore in the summer league, we're not going to be watching yep, him. Yep. And the, fa- the people out there that are watching the summer league are going to be betting on guys that they're watching, like the Jaden Ivies, like the Chet Holmgren, yeah, who became the favorite after he had a great debut. Yeah, and there's some books that are moving back Paolo after a couple of good games, but you're saying exactly what's happening. People bet what they see. No one ever watched the game and said, huh, that guy kind of played a little bit below expectations. Let me go bet the other guy. No yeah. one's ever done that calculation. You bet and you say, that was a nice dunk. Wow, I didn't think he could shoot it from that far out. Let me bet that guy. We're not going to see that with Paolo Bancaro, despite the fact that from what we've seen, he's been the most impressive rookie, most pro-level ready rookie. You can still get four to one out there. I don't think that number is going to go anywhere mm-hmm. uh, because of what you're saying. People are going to bet what they see, but I think that's the sharp side. That's the the best future on the board. We're going to get at least two more games of Chet Holmgren, including a game this Friday night scheduled between the Warriors and the Thunder, which is looking like a James Wiseman yeah. Chet Holmgren matchup. If Chet Holmgren does well in that game against James Wiseman, I think the odds shift even more on him to be rookie of the year. Yeah, and the, uh, and like you mentioned, they were plus 550, Chet Holmgren was, before game one. He impressed, now he's plus 350. Huge dis- divergence on what we expected versus what we saw. And what's the biggest question mark with Chet Holmgren? His size, yeah. right? James Wiseman's a 255-pound dude. I know he's you know kind of raw, he turns the ball over too much, he doesn't make the right rotations, but he's exactly what you think can be the anecdote, anecdote, for Chet, the you know the poison for yeah. Chet Holmgren to destroy him. So if he can do that, if he can stand up and even look decent, I do think there's going to be you know that first take reaction, that market moving reaction, uh, which doesn't really have anything to do with that. What's actually going to happen? So I think it's going to be a, a misadjustment if it does move. And that's when we will all bet Paolo Boncaro. Yeah. <laughs> once that line, I've been saying it since yeah. draft day. He is the guy that's going to get 20 shots a game. No one else in this draft class is going to get that. Well, I love Jaden Ivey because uh, I do think he's NBA ready to contribute. And I think on this team, I mean, you just look at the job that the Pistons have done over the past year and a half or so building this roster. Yeah, they trade away Jeremy Grant, but they've done a great job of replacing him. Obviously, they get Ivy and Jalen Duran in the draft. 
Cade Cunningham, you know, Marvin Bagley, Isaiah Stewart, Isaiah Livers. Like this is a this is a good roster. Yeah. Uh, Sadiq Bay. Like this is this is a team that I think is ready to, you know, be a fringe, maybe a playing tournament team. And they were a new coach team, lots lots of new pieces. The best team against the spread after the All Star break. Oh yeah, I you would met never the guess that first half. Every first game. half, I think they were fifteen out of sixteen at one point. Yep. Uh, but with Jaden Ivey, he's another guy that hasn't lost ATS in the summer league. Every game, he's beaten expectations, and he's going to get those opportunities. Cade Cunningham's got a lot of talent. He's more like a Jason Kidd than he is a Steph Curry. He's not really mm-hmm. going to be that explosive scorer. Same thing with Sadiq Bay. They got rid of Jeremy Grant, so that's kind of a star that's not going to need shots. I see Jay Ivey getting a bunch of shots. I could see him, and we've seen the odds move a little bit. He was like seven to one. Uh-huh. Now he's like four to one. I do think he's probably uh, a better bet than Jabari Smith, even who's going to be more of a role player. Same thing with Chet Holmgren. I think they're both going to be more role players early on. Pistons plus one and a half for uh, tomorrow's game against the Pacers. Ah, uh, but then you got you got a uh, uh, Ben Matherin on the other side. Yeah. He's done very very well. But uh, <laughs> I guess I would take who's the higher draft pick? I take a uh, I take a uh, Matherin. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there in the Summer League. Um, your thoughts on any update on the Kevin Durant saga? Yeah. Uh, I think I think he stays. I think he's going to be on the Brooklyn Nets, and I think the time is now to buy in on the Brooklyn Nets futures because once, obviously, anything gets announced or finalized, the yeah. market's going to completely shrink. 28-1 to 1 still on the Brooklyn Nets to win the title. You can still get 3-1 to 1 that he's going to play for the Nets his first game back, uh, which makes sense. To me, I don't know. I don't know. If, if I'm Kevin Durant and I put my foot in the sand, am I really going to walk back with my tail between the legs and play for the Nets? I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying they're gonna. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a. Um, they're gonna be staring at each other. A Mexican standoff. I, I don't. I don't see because I don't see them trading them for nothing. And the Suns aren't gonna give them much. There's no. Toronto Raptors out, aren't gonna give them Scotty Barnes even. There's no team out there that can offer a proper package for them. Right. It's true. So how do you trade them? I think you're. I think they're gonna play a game of chicken. And I think if I had to bet, Kevin Durant will fold in the end, and he'll end up playing for the Nets. The question mark is is Kyrie Irving. See, if Kyrie okay. Irving comes back with a vengeance, mm. Kevin Durant probably suits up. Well, I think Kyrie gets traded. I think so too. And then when that happens, Durant yeah. says, "All right, I'll <laughs> I'll come back. We're we're yeah. gonna give this a go here. It's you know I'm gonna reunite with Westbrook, who we played together in OKC. We're gonna have some fun and and see what happens." You think that that's the worst deal in the world? If Russell Westbrook, forty-seven million dollars a year. I think it's just they're both expiring contracts, yeah. right? And I just think it's addition. they're both in a bad situation. It's just addition by yeah. subtraction for both teams. It's just get the players off the roster, and that's it. And sometimes a change change of scenery is all you need. If if Westbrook goes to the Nets, so what do you think about the sticking point? Much. But the, the first-round draft picks, that apparently is the whole sticking point. Russell Westbrook for Kyrie Irving, great player for terrible player, mm-hmm. lots of money for, lots of money for not as much money. Somehow that deal's going to get done, but it's not because the Lakers care about a 2029 first-round draft pick. I'm with LeBron on this one. What? Yeah. What? Are no, you kidding no, me? This trick gets done. Right, right. Both Rob Palenka and Sam Marks, we've been seeing yakking it up here in Vegas. It's it's a matter of time. Yeah, I agree with you. Th- this trade gets done. Um, any uh, early football thoughts? You've been going over some things. We just had a conversation earlier with um, um, uh, Chris Rabin from uh, the Action Network. We talked about the Vikings to win the NFC North. I love right. that. I did a couple of win totals as well that I'm interested in. Where are you right now in the NFL? Vikings are an interesting one. We were talking about them before the whole Aaron Rodgers decision. I do, I do still kind of think... The Packers, even with getting Rodgers, are a little overrated. So the Vikings are an interesting 
what do you get, like plus 250 on the division? Yep. I think that's a good bet. For me, I've been looking at the news with the Baker Mayfield going to Carolina, and I'm just shocked the numbers haven't moved more. And I know... You know, numbers, the, you mean like the win totals? The win totals, okay. the Super Bowl totals. I mean, I'm not going to get crazy betting the Carolina Panthers to win the Super Bowl <laughs> or anything like that. But I do think they're going to win six and a half games, seven games. You can still get them at uh, over six, minus 120. I, I think the number hasn't moved nearly enough. Because, yes, you could say Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, two disappointing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. One was the number one pick in 2018. One was the number three pick. Both of them jettisoned from their team. Don't want them. Not good enough. Okay. All right. That doesn't mean they're the same guy. Sam Darnold has been as bad as any quarterback we've seen start regular games for four straight seasons. It's, it's unheard of the mm-hmm. amount of chances this guy's got. Baker Mayfield had a couple bad years. He had four good years, rookie of the year one year, kind of disappointed with Freddie Kitchen's experiment, led the Browns to the first playoff berth in over 18 years. If you look at the advanced metrics in that season, 2020, throw out garbage time, he's as good as any – is a top five quarterback in the league in 2020. Mm. All right, then he comes back. He has that big game against the Chiefs. They barely lose. He hurts his shoulder against the Texans. Okay, he was terrible the end of the season. Yeah. All in all, I think he has put together a resume that doesn't compare to Sam Darnold. I think it's a four-point, three-and-a-half-point adjustment. I think it should be a full-game adjustment. They're going to win seven games. I like it. It's six-and-a-half. You can minus 125. I'll lay it. I think this – you're right. I think this is a seven, maybe even an eight-win team. The division's not good. The division's not they got good. got a lot of opportunities yeah. against the Falcons, the yep. rebuilding Saints team. I, I And I wouldn't be surprised if they win in week one against the Browns. Plus one. I actually like that bet. Yeah, listen, I already got it at three and a half, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> He's Mackenzie Rivers. Check him out. Fox Sports Radio straight out of Vegas. RJ Bell's Dream Preview Podcast and on Twitter at Mackin Rivers as well. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Take a look at tomorrow's Major League Baseball board. Coming up next, this is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today, you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. And if you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily Best bets email every additional point spread weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. This is the look ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. Let us take a look at the Major League Baseball board for Tuesday. The action gets started. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. We got a double header between the White Sox and the Guardians. So the first game is going to be one ten Eastern time. No line out just yet. Could be Shane Bieber uh, getting the start for Cleveland, but it's always um, interesting when it comes to these double headers. Managers kind of t- could tweak things and decide. Um. Yeah, you're gonna go game one. You're gonna go game two. So there's all everything's different there. So no line out just yet. White Sox Guardians. Uh, at one ten, and then game two 
at 710, White Sox Guardians should be Dylan Cease for the White Sox against Connor Pilkington. So we'll see um, if that does, in fact, hold true. And if it does, you know, White Sox game two is an interesting play, especially in the first five with Dylan Cease or maybe a first five under. We we'll just have to take a look at what we're working with here uh, on this schedule. Uh, the rest of the board here, the Pirates take on the Marlins. And as of now, Chris Stratton is scheduled to go for Pittsburgh against Daniel Castano for the Marlins. And I haven't seen an updated line on this. Let's see. Uh, nope, I got nothing on this game just yet. Um, elsewhere. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Got the Reds and the Yankees. Graham Ashcraft goes for the Reds. Garrett Cole on the hill for the Yankees. New York minus 320. Uh, for Garrett Cole in his most recent start against the Red Sox was his worst start of the season uh, as he gave up five runs in just six innings. He did strike out seven, and he walked three batters. He gave up two home runs in that game. Uh, he is looking forward to getting back home to pitch at Yankee Stadium. Uh, this season, if you look at Garrett Cole's uh, home road splits um, at home this year, Opponents are batting just 196 against him at home. He's got a 2-3-1 ERA at home at Yankee Stadium as compared to a 4-2-5 ERA on the road this season. And for Graham Ashcraft, the promising young rookie for the Reds who started the season and was pitching pretty well, uh, has been roughed up past couple of starts. Last start against the Mets, it just was like, it was shocking that the Mets didn't score more runs. The Mets had 10 hits off of Ashcraft in six innings, but they only scored two runs. Zero walks, only one strikeout, but the Mets just put runners on base every single inning, but were unable to score runs. But that hasn't been the case. Uh, the start before that against Chicago, seven runs on seven hits. He gave up six runs on eight hits in five innings. A start before that, four runs on nine hits. So uh, Ashcraft, he did have a decent start against San Francisco, two runs in just six hits in eight innings. But um, I think this Yankees roster is going to tee off on uh, a kid who gives up a lot of contact in Graham Ashcraft. Uh, let's see. The Mariners take on the Nationals. Chris Flexen goes for Seattle against Josiah Gray for the Nats. 
Uh, you got the Phillies and the Blue Jays, and the Phillies will be without a couple of players here as they are unvaccinated. So the latest from Philadelphia right now is, let's see if I can get, um, Andrew Bellotti is going to get the start. It is a bullpen day for the um, Phillies against, uh, who's starting for the Blue Jays against Jose Barrios. So there's, I haven't seen a line on this game just yet, but you got to imagine the Roy, the Blue Jays are going to be favored here with the Phillies bullpen day, plus the lack of player availability for the uh, Phillies. Um, JT Real Muto is unvaccinated. Uh, let's see. You got, trying to get the latest here. Alec Bohm did got, got hurt. So, okay, it's Alec. Here we go. JT Real Muto. Alec Bohm, Aaron Nola, who just pitched, and Gibson, who pitched recently, are all on the restricted list. They will not be making the trip to Toronto for this for this series as um, they are unvaccinated. So, no JT Real Muto and no Alec Bohm in the lineup for the Phillies, who will probably have Bryson Stott. They'll probably have Matt Vierling at third base. And then we'll have to go with a uh, backup catcher there um, against the uh, Blue Jays. Red Sox take on the Rays. Chris Sale will make his return. So uh, they are very excited to get Chris Sale back um, as he is making his long-awaited debut. He has been out with a fracture in his right rib cage. He made four minor league starts. He allowed three earned runs. In 11 and a third innings, he struck out 19 batters in those rehab starts. So they are very, very much looking forward to uh, Chris Sale coming back. Sale went 5-1 and one in just nine starts, returning from Tommy John surgery last year. This is a guy who missed the entire year in 2020, came back from Tommy John surgery, only made nine starts before getting hurt, and missing the remainder of the season, and then the basically the first half of this season. So Chris Sale gets the start against Corey Kluber for the Rays in Tampa, and uh, the Rays are a uh, the Red Sox, excuse me, are a small favorite in this game, minus one twenty against the Rays. Uh, you got the Mets taking on the Braves, game two of this pivotal series. The Mets taking the first game, and the Braves will send their stud rookie Spencer Strider to the hill against David Peterson for the Mets, Atlanta minus 165. And uh, after a loss this season, the Atlanta Braves are 25-10, and 10, the second-best record in all of Major League Baseball after a loss, second to the New York Mets. But uh, the Braves 25-10 and 10 after a loss this year. And um, at home this year, Atlanta 30 and 19. And this is them coming off of a loss at home to the New York Mets. Braves minus 165. Brewers take on the Twins. Jason Alexander goes for Milwaukee against um, Josh Winder going for Minnesota. Minnesota, small favorite, minus 140 in this game. Dodgers and Cardinals from St. Louis. Mitch White goes for LA against Matt Libertore for the Cardinals, 
and the Dodgers are minus 145 favorites in this one. The Orioles will take their eight-game winning streak on the road to Chicago against the Cubs. Jordan Lyles gets the start for Baltimore, and Adrian Sampson on the hill for the Cubs. The Cubs are a small favorite, minus 120, and uh, with the way that the Orioles are playing, it's an interesting plus-money bet on them. The A's take on the Rangers. James Caprillion for Oakland. Glenn Otto goes for Texas. Rangers minus 170, total of 8.5. You got the Tigers and the Royals a day after a doubleheader. I usually like fading these teams. Uh, total is 8.5, and, and you know I could like the under here, but you got Chris Bubik and you got Bo Brisky, two pitchers that uh, are not good, um, but have pitched well as of late. Uh, so maybe this is an under between both of these teams. Padres take on the Rockies. Mike Clevenger against Austin Gomer. San Diego minus 135, a total of 11.5. You have the Astros and the Angels. Luis Garcia for Houston. Noah Syndergaard for the Angels. Houston minus 130. And the late game is Diamondbacks and Giants from San Francisco. Dallas Keuchel on the hill for the Diamondbacks. Logan Webb goes for the Giants. Giants are minus 225, and I'd probably go with maybe like a Giants team total in this one or a Giants on the run line. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, man, what a uh, what a tough uh, go-around it's been for him this season. Although he only gave up three runs in his last start in seven innings. Did give up seven hits, though. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. I'll tweet out when the Major League Baseball card is out. I can tell you two of the picks will be my personal picks for the baseball betting pentathlon. Again, we have to take one favorite and one underdog, and I'm only going to pick games that I'm going to bet. I'm not going to chase the plus 255 with the Reds. That's not a game that I would put my money on. So I will have those games out uh, as soon as I can here on Tuesday. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.